Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to another episode of Let's Ride with Chris Harris Jr. I'm one of your two co-hosts for the show. I'm Patrick Coyote. I am joined, of course, by the incredible former Denver Broncos, Super Bowl 50 champion, Super Bowl 48 participant, all-decade cornerback, Chris Harris Jr. Chris, happy Friday, my dude. How you doing? Oh, man, doing good, man. Been outside with this homecoming, you know, celebrating the school, kids' school. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, now they're all laid out, sleep, and uh, I'm ready to talk some football. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris is definitely uh, dad of the year in my eyes. Uh, you know, man, we, we got week five coming up. It's a big game. You know, there's a lot leading into this. There was a lot before the season, of course, with Aaron Rodgers being out. Now there's a little bit of a lull um, in the in the matchup perspective. But this is still one of those games that we had circled before the season started. So we're going to get into our Week 5 preview. And, Chris, your balloons are flying. They're looking great. This is going to be a saucy game preview. We'll just leave it at that. But first, football is back. And Bet Online is your number one information source for all your sports wagering info with all the up to minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with Bet Online's real time updates on statistics, news, and odds. From week one, all the way to the college football playoff and the Super Bowl, Bet Online gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BLEAV, that's B L E A V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Chris, let's start off this week five preview. Uh, with some interesting stats and numbers. Your balloons are going crazy. I don't know how to stop it, but uh, we we love it. Hey, we're (laughs) we're here. We're going to do this. 
the balloons are part of it now and the the balloons honestly are celebratory you know why i don't even know like what app on my (laughs) mac (laughs) it's fitting it's fitting right because i mean really this should have been on this should have been on after our 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 victory podcast that we're that's when it should have been on we're not up the week's not up yet <laughs> we're still <laughs> celebrating uh chris this is a this is a game that has so many implications as far as uh where the broncos are going after this um and, and really closes the door on the mess that was last season nathaniel hackett we all know the story broncos head coach gets fired after a really, really messy season. And now he's the OC in New York with the Jets. And before the season, there were some words exchanged. Sean Payton had a scathing interview. We talked about it on this show. He didn't really lie. He didn't say anything that was uh, you know, false, but Nathaniel Hackett and Aaron Rodgers definitely still took it to heart. Uh, what do you, With a game like this where you're – as a coach, you're going up against your former team. You want to make a statement. Do you think that that kind of adds a lot more fuel, or is it just one of those things that, like, maybe the media is is overblowing? Uh, no, I think it's real, real animosity. You know, um, this guy was the head coach last year, and you know, all he heard was negatives. He didn't get. He didn't have a lot of positives that came out of his direction. Yeah, you know, and that was towards the. That was with the media and uh from coach Peyton you know so um that that's something that he's gonna definitely Robert Selah the head coach for the Jets you know he's a motivator right yeah. I don't know about Nathaniel Hackett but we know Robert Selah is probably going to be able to use that uh, to mm-hmm. be able to help motivate the offense to help get the guys to rally around uh coach Hackett and it, it will be a motivational piece you know and same thing with Zach Wilson right um, he still has he still has to prove himself, and mm-hmm. uh, like I said earlier in the week, this guy has he should have a lot of confidence coming in here, seeing that he's won here before, right? right. So it's gonna be a uh, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a motivational game for the Jets for sure. Yeah, and th- I mean this offense, despite their performance against Kansas City last week, which Kansas City is is no slouch. They're, that's one of the top defensive units in the league uh, consistently. You know, Chris Jones was making his his presence known in that game, but they still put out a great performance. But this is still one of the worst offenses in the league as far as the rankings go. I mean, 29th in points, uh, 30th in yards, 25th in yards per play, uh, 31st in the league in passing yards, uh, 31st in, in first downs, and, and 21st in rushing yards. I mean, it, this offense isn't operating at the level that a lot of us should have been is that is that you know partially because aaron Rodgers isn't in the mix i would think so i I think that's part of the reason Um, of course you lose aaron Rodgers and your whole system you know it's all gone at the drain so they got to revamp their offense to fit um zach wilson and of course you know they're going to be more conservative so um that's why it's quarterback yeah and and i mean the, the offensive line for for what it's worth, the offensive line isn't doing terribly. Uh, I mean, they're still allowing quite a few pressures. Uh, they're not they're not one of the top. They like they're middle of the pack in pass pro, um, but one of the better teams in run blocking. So uh, this is going to be it, it, it's such an interesting matchup because the defense 
and we talked about this with Ben Albright, right? This is going to be uh, Sean Payton and Robert Sala playing chess on one side, and then Nathaniel Hackett and Vance Joseph are going to be arguing over what game they want to play. One's going to want to play Connect Four, the other one's going to play Guess Who, and no one's going to win in that battle. So this is going to be one of those interesting matchups where the Broncos offense, if this was last year's team or even the year before that, if this was any of the last six years, we're probably saying, oh, the Jets defense is going to dominate in this game and the Broncos defense can't do anything. This is a completely right. different Broncos offense. Uh, 12th in points, 16th in passing yard, or sorry, 16th in yards total, 12th in passing yards. Uh, but the caveat, Chris, this is this team is the third most penalized offense in the NFL. 33 penalties against the offense. Uh, is this the time in this game that Sean Payton has to say the offensive line specifically because they're, they've been the main culprits? This is the game where you guys need to fix it because we cannot afford to have these mistakes against this team. It's just kill, it's those killer penalties, you know, that just start us in negative behind the sticks. Right, yeah. we have to eliminate beating ourselves with those, you know. Right, that's the first part, you know. Trying to tell the O line, let's get on the same page. Russ doing a little extra with protection and, you know, snap counts and things like that. We really, I would love to see our snap count and false starts with Peyton, you know, because they practice that so much. Right, you know, I would love to see the stats on that, but um, that's something that I think that it just comes with repetitions. It comes with them hearing Russ's voice. Yeah. understanding uh you know when you hear the crowd noise how to be able to shut that out be on the same page with the o-line and get that chemistry and you know the tackles been facing some they face some tough rushes already yeah this season so you know those rushers will make you come off sides yeah it, this is going to be a tough test too i mean yeah. it, the the jets defensive front is literally one of my favorite in the league on paper yeah. like jermaine johnson Loved him. He's super bendy, really long. Uh, Will McDonald, you know, while he's undersized for a, for an edge rusher, he's really fast. And his spin move is probably one of the best from this class. And then you got to deal with the interior guys. Quinnen Williams is a, a right. game wrecker. He's a monster. Yeah, he's so, the best one. Uh, yeah. Easily. And, I mean, it, this has to be a game where the offensive line is playing cohesively and you cannot afford to have those false starts. You can't afford to jump. You know that they're going to be bringing everything at you. You have to be able to hold your water in this game. Um, I was listening to Sean Payton's press conference the other day, and, and he was kind of talking to uh, the cadence for Russell Wilson and, and shortening the play calls and, and how that – affects timing and with they uh when they have to call motions and stuff like that and what he was talking about was so meticulous and it's like why are they still having so many problems um with the with the offensive penalties if if everything is so meticulous in how they teach it and how they do it why are they still having these issues and i want to say that it comes down to just the guys learning a new system but i mean from the defensive side can you kind of explain what it's like having to deal with like a new system and new terminology, new verbiage, and how that can maybe complicate some things as far as communication goes? Mm -hmm. 
Oh man, it's it, it definitely complicates it. But by now, you should be able to have that down, right? right. That's not something that takes uh, a full year in communicating with the O line. So um, I think uh, Russ, I, I know Russ has had ample reps with these O lines, right? Right, and being able to get on the same page, get the calls in, things like that. Um, uh, that would that would let us know that Sean Payton has some long calls. Right, because mm-hmm. yeah, he does. He definitely does. You know, so he had some delays, and uh, Russ, you know, Russ is like, "Hey, man, they're really not all my fault." You know, <laughs> we're really that's what he wants to say. You know, yeah. but uh, I think they got to be able to have be able to have a short plan, concise plan. Uh, give Russ some a couple options. You know, to be able to change the plays, which he has. You know, uh, yeah. you know, he tries to keep it a tight grip. Russ doesn't have the freedom like he had last year. I definitely right see a difference in that but uh being able to tighten it up like that and having a sharp plan i think he's done that the past couple weeks and hopefully we can stay on that plan uh this will be a great test for the offense i think russell have a good game um just because um robert say they run their covered three system yeah you know what what defense the rest face his whole career in practice yeah he had to face against robert sala a lot in seattle right system yeah so I think Russ should have a good game, you know, going against this system. Yeah. And, and that's something, too, that has kind of been floated out in the media from both sides, really, is uh, we've seen a lot of the Broncos players, the defensive players, mostly talk about how when watching film, they don't see a lot of differences from last year's Broncos offense to this year's Jets offense. So right. is that something that's going to create – maybe an advantage. I mean, Pat Sertan was one of those guys who uh, alluded to that and, and said, we didn't really see a whole lot of difference. Do you think that this is, this means it's going to be a big game for Pat? Uh, man, hopefully he, he, he needs a big game, right? We need yeah. somebody in the second there to step up and, you know, stop the bleeding. And uh, I would say after the first game, he's kind of, you know, kind of plateaued, you know, uh, yeah. a couple penalties. Um, you you know, uh, I think Miami. he played solid. You know, I, I wouldn't say he played bad last week. I would say he, that was probably an average game. Yeah. But uh, we need a we need an explosive game. We need a pick. You know, somebody in the back end. We need some more picks other than Kareem. You know, we need somebody else to step up. You know, that's young that can uh, you know make a staple. Twenty seven Mathis. He's due for yeah. a big game, right? Yeah. He, um, has he, he has to. He has to. He's going to be looking over his shoulder real soon. You know. So yeah. Um, he should be probably looking over now. So he oh, needs to have a yeah. big game and being able to um, show that he belongs in the league because uh, Wilson's going to give you chances to pick the ball off, mm-hmm. right? He's going to have a couple errant throws, right, where he's going to give you chances. It's going to be an overthrown ball or tip ball where it's inexcusable if we don't come out with two picks this game, right? Yeah. That should be the challenge. Coach Joseph, we should need two picks at least, yeah. right, yeah. versus this guy. Yeah, I mean, to your to your statement, this has to be a big game for Damari Mathis because on paper, this Jets offense has they have more veterans at wide receiver than I really thought. I mean, you yeah. talk about guys like Alan Lazard um and uh Randall Cobb. You know, those those two guys alone, those are veteran receivers. They know how to work younger guys. They know how to get open in space. They know how to how to work the defense downfield. This is going to be a tough game for Mathis because if 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 Vance Joseph 
keeps to his word and Pat follows Garrett Wilson all over the field, this this is the game where guys like Damari Mathis and maybe even Riley Moss have to step up. Uh, we're not going to get K1 Williams back in this game. He needs a little more time to heal from his ankle surgery. So that's a little bit of a disappointment, but Jaquan McMillan is going to be taking over that slot role from Asang Bassi, who now joined the Chargers. Chris, deja vu. Broncos cornerback leaving the Chargers, uh, leaving the Broncos and going to the Chargers. What's next? Uh, <laughs> let's go over some of the injuries that the Broncos have uh, coming into this game. Big news from the Jets side. Cornerback DJ Reed will not be playing in this game. That's a huge blow to the Jets secondary. Uh, right. I believe their their guy behind him is out too, Eccles. So that's going to be huge for the Broncos offense. But for the Broncos, Javante Williams, we don't have the news from today's practice yet. Uh, he did practice yesterday in a limited capacity, so he's still questionable to play. Josie Jewell, full practice. He's good to go. That's going to be a huge get back for the defense. And Mike Purcell should play as well. He was limited. Justin Simmons should play. He was limited. Baron Browning did practice. Limited capacity. He is out for this game. Frank Clark, limited practice, should be playing for this game. Another big add to the Broncos defense. Do you think that the guys who are coming back, and P.J. Locke should be back as well for this game. That's a big get too. It, right. are, are the additions for this Denver defense enough for you to say, I'm a little more confident going into this game. Oh, yeah. You bring Frank Clark back. You bring Justin back, Josie Jewell back. You know, the run game has been atrocious, right? The run yeah. defense, right? Yeah. So um, being able to bring Mike back, we definitely need him back. Mm. Him and Josie, that's two key plugs right there, you know, that can yeah. eliminate probably 50 yards of that run game, <laughs> right? So we need those guys back and being able to uh, yeah. slow the – because the Jets, what are they going to do? They're going to come in and run, try to run the football. Yeah. Right. Oh, I think he had an amazing game in Denver last time. Yeah. Right. And they're saying he's off the uh, play count pitch. He's getting full service now. So, yeah. Um, they're going to be trying to feature him, establish the run game because we haven't stopped it. And um, that's so it's going to be huge to get, be able to get these guys back healthy. You know, um, we yeah. hopefully Judy has another week that he's healthy. Hopefully yep. he starts to look more like himself. And uh, um, so you got to be more confident in the defense, guys getting back healthy. And, uh, you know, adding P.J. Locke, you know, yep. he's going to be huge. Because, uh, you know, the Broncos use three safeties. Yeah. Right. So um, so do you bring in P.J. Locke or do you keep in uh, – what's the young safety that's – he kind of started playing Turned better as the game went on. He did. So, he did. Uh, he, he was making some a, plays. That's a tough decision right there. Yeah, I think I, – I mean, if, if it's me – I probably keep Locke on a pitch count or, you know, ease him back in to the rotation. You know, uh, Pat Sertan talked about how at the at the half of last week's game against Chicago, they made an adjustment and it was a it was a minor adjustment. They went from playing mostly zone to playing mostly man and they found that they had better success. And then they started bringing that fifth rusher and they were able to create a little more pressure on Justin Fields. This is something that, like, as a defensive player, you've got to see those things and, and make those changes. And bringing in another guy into the mix could cause some of those problems. But this is also a guy who's been around for a few years, who's played with these guys. So with Justin back, 
with Kareem still there, I think you can kind of ease lock in. Maybe get keep Turner Yell getting those snaps because we're seeing him, like you said, progressing as he gets more of those snaps. So it's good to see him yeah. go from just being a special teams guy to being a key contributor on defense. Um, Chris, let's get into key matchups. Uh, I've got three matchups to watch for, and you can let me know um, which one you're most excited about. I've got the the Broncos offensive line versus the Jets defensive line. We've talked a lot about that. This is this is a monster group, man. Um, Russ versus the Jets secondary with these key guys being out. I think this is a big opportunity for Russ to have a good game. Uh, but the one that I think you'll like the most is Sutton versus Sauce Sauce Gardner. Uh, tell us a little bit more about what you see from Sauce Gardner as a cornerback and how he can impact this game. Yeah. Well, you know, of course, he's a tall, long, you know, corner, you know. Uh, I think he's like 6'1", six, 6'2", six, so he's a big yeah. corner. Lanky. You know, he fits. He reminds me of Sherman, you know, playing that left boundary corner uh, in this cover three system, you know, being able to play, be great versus fade routes, deep balls, mm-hmm. you know, um, just like Sherman. So um, that's kind of like the prototype guy that I would compare him to, um, yeah. especially the, the way they play this system. And uh, I think it's a good matchup versus him and Cortland. You know, Cortland's a physical receiver, big, strong guy. Uh, I haven't seen Sauce have trouble with bigger receivers. You know, mm-hmm. it's more of the smaller guys, you know, quickie yeah. twitcher guys. So it's going to be a good matchup, I think. Um, I think Sauce might struggle more versus a Mims or a Judy, yeah. you know. So um, it's going to be interesting to see where they put Cortland. And uh, hopefully we're smart going into this game, Yeah, going to the nickel. Let's go at the bound, the other corner opposite of uh, um, Sauce, right? Yeah. Of course, you're gonna get we test Sauce a little bit, man. You know, make sure he's yeah. still awake over there, right? Of <laughs> course, but this game should be all the way. We're looking. Russ should be looking to the left, yeah. right? His left all game and uh, making plays. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this: that penalty on Sauce last week against the uh, against the Chiefs. Do you think it was a hold? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's a PI, right? I've had that called on me before. Um, so they've probably been pretty consistent with that. Even though it's yeah. like the re- the receivers coming back in your um, right your like space, right, and you're reacting coming back this way. Mm-hmm. So it's natural for you to put your hands um, yeah. up like that. But yeah, I they're didn't... they're gonna call a legal touching on that, right? Because that's a, yeah. Back in the day, you could do that, like Dion yeah. and them. They could do they it to bring all that day. back, man. I because they were both hand fighting. They were both hand fighting. Yeah. Like I for from me from my perspective, they so the call was holding, and I, I like looking at the replay. I didn't see him like tug on that jersey when when he got his hand. Like his hand was on the back of the jersey, which I can understand if that's illegal touching or pi whatever. Uh, but like they're both they hand fighting. Holding? Yeah, they called holding, and I'm like, oh, okay. okay, I'm like, okay, like. I don't know if it was holding, maybe illegal contact, but like yeah. he, they're both hand fighting. We got to let these guys be a little more physical. I, I think the the you know the five yard rule is is fine. That that's all fine and dandy. But like if the receivers being equally as physical, let the corner be physical too. Like that's that's you know what you know, these guys are supposed game, to do. Man. It's an offensive game, man. man. It, and it's funny because like I'm an offensive guy. I like I'm an yeah. offensive coordinator. I love you know I love calling my offensive plays. But like it's football, man. You got to let these guys play. Uh, all right, Chris. Let's get into the keys of the game. We got three keys to the game this week. Uh, 
First key, Chris, put pressure on Wilson. Which Wilson? Zach Wilson. Uh, can you talk to us a little bit about how Denver can maybe put a little more pressure on the BYU yeah. kid? Oh, man, if I'm Coach Joseph, I'm bringing the heat early, right? Let's see yeah. if, what this guy can do, right? Uh, we're going to play man. We're going to bring the heat. We're going to uh, put a lot of onus on UDBs this week, right, to, bring, to have a lot of responsibility in man. Right, to be able to cover these guys, a Pat Sertan, being able to follow this guy all over. Right. I don't mm -hmm. care if he goes to the slot, right? Pat needs to be on this guy. Um, you know, he's the guy that's gonna get ten targets. Yeah. Right. And they're big play threat. So uh we need a big game and we need our D line to be able to bring rush bring this rush on Wilson because um that's when he's inaccurate, right? Let's hit yeah. this guy, let's get these Aaron throws and let's get these interceptions. All right, uh coach Chris Harris Jr. Second key to the game, uh, kind of building off of that, get stops on defense. This is not a good offensive, uh, good offensive team. We pointed that out earlier in the episode. Uh, 31st in the league in first down, so they're not moving the chains a bunch. Uh, and, and this Broncos defense is one of the worst units in the league. So, Coach, how do you plan to get stops on defense outside of just pressuring the quarterback? We got to win first down. Right, we gotta keep Josh, or, Josh, or we gotta keep Zach Wilson in third and longs. Right, mm -hmm. we cannot give him third and twos, third and threes. That's just gonna help him out, you know, along with the game plan with Coach Hackett. So we gotta win first, second now. We gotta stop the run. We gotta be able to um, eliminate big plays when they get when they can. Mm -hmm. Right, and don't. Uh, find a way to be able to get off the field third and long. Yeah. Right. Come down, yeah. make solid tackles. We've been the worst tackling team in the league. You know, um, yeah. the worst. And I think, man, might be one of the worst in pass defense. And oh, yeah. rush defense. Dude, 30th, so, 30th in points allowed. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. 30th in, in pass in total yards allowed. 29th in pass. Last in the league in rushing yards allowed. Uh, 31st yeah. in pressures. 32nd in yards per play. I mean, this is a bad defensive scheme, so got to get yeah. stops. Well, you can't stop the bleeding in both. Like, you can't say yeah. both. Right. right. So I'm a coach. If I'm Coach Joseph, uh, my motto would be, you're just not going to run the ball, right? Yeah. I don't care if I have to load everybody in the box and we're going to have to play man. And if my DBs can't cover, they just can't cover, right? Yeah. I got to find somebody else. But you're not going to run the football on us. Right, yeah. so that would be That's my model be coming into this week. I mean, two weeks removed from Devon HN having one of the greatest rushing games in NFL history. Um, Brees Hall is, I'm sure, licking his lips to get back. I believe he tore his ACL against the Broncos last year, so yeah. uh, I'm, I'm sure he's looking back. But, Chris, this uh, Jets defense is ranked 16th against the pass, 27th against the run so our last key to the game and we're going to flip your hat from defensive coach the off to offensive coach get the run game going how do you see the broncos against a good jets defensive front and really against against a good jets defense at all levels this defense has ballers cj mosley at linebacker uh quinnon williams at the interior, Whitehead back at safety, Sauce at, at corner. This team is full. Uh, uh, this defense is full of dudes. So, for this key of the game, get the run game going. How do you, Coach Chris Harris Jr., plan to get the run game going a little bit more? 
Well, the Jets D line is stacked up front, right? They got a lot of um, big boys up in the middle. So yeah. I'm trying to figure out ways I can get them outside with Jaleel. Get mm-hmm. them on tosses. Get them on some, um, <clears throat> you know, some stretch. Figure out ways to be able to get some jet sweeps. Yeah. Right? Get them on the run in motion. The ball them in. Uh, you know, find a way to get outside and make these guys run side to side. Right? Mm-hmm. Get these guys tired. Make them throw some screens. With Jaleel, some little like the pass that he scored on this uh, last yeah. game, right? Um, get these guys running, right? We got to figure out a way to get these guys tired. They're gonna be coming from New York, yeah. You know, coming to the Mile High, traveling. You know, they're gonna they're gonna eat something good on Saturday night. You know, yep. and think they're gonna be running all day, feasting on Russell. But we got to get these guys going lateral. Got these get these guys running, spread yeah. them out. Let's go, Jaleel. Get him in in space. Right, and I think yeah. we, should, we should, that's gonna. We're not gonna run the ball and play power football versus this team. No, right. So we got to create some new designs, some new ways to be able to get outside, and I think be able to, you know, uh, spread these guys out and make these guys run. Yeah, well, uh, like our guest earlier this week, Ben Albright said. His name is Jaweels now, Jaweels McLaughlin. Uh, Sean Payton, in that press conference, Chris, he did also comment about how they've kind of switched up some of their their play calls as far as the run game goes. So instead of it being that traditional stretch handoff where we're working outside uh, and and Russ is trying to meet uh, the running back at that point, they're turning it to a toss, into a quick toss play. So. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So get the ball out quick, uh, get the ball into his hands, allow him that time to really hit the ground running. Um, I, I think that this is going to be the perfect opportunity for it. This team does not play well, particularly against the run. Um, so really excited to see that. Thank you, Coach Chris. Last thing, prediction. What do you think? Man, I, I think the Broncos are going to stay hot, man. I think I got us winning 28 223 tight game like at it. the end but I see us getting another 20 points with Russ. I'm going to go 24-17. I think this is going to be uh it's going to be one of those games where Zach Wilson's going to get a couple of uh a big plays but uh all in all I think this is going to be one of those weeks where the Broncos defense actually steps up um, like they did last week. You just got to start piecing games together. That's You're the counting key. under twenty, man. You're counting under twenty. Hey, man. I don't see I, this game stopping anybody under twenty points. I so hey. I gave you twenty-three. <laughs> got it. It's got to start sometime, and why yeah. not this week? That is going to do it for our week five preview. Be on the lookout. We have a special guest coming uh, on the show next week. A former Denver Bronco, uh, not part of the Super Bowl Fifty team, unfortunately, but he also played. For the Jets, one of your former teammates, Chris, uh, great guy, Eric Decker, is going to be joining the show next week. Cannot wait for that program. But until then, make sure that you are following this this show on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. Make sure that you follow us on Twitter, at Chris Harris Jr., at Patrick Coyote, at Believe Network, and uh, Broncos Country. Until next time, let's ride. This show was presented by bet online thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v 
on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.